Here we go. Hey, it's Blind Tony. And you know what? If I'm not reading Braille or teaching in the office or walking into the ladies' restroom by accident, I'm usually listening to the Eric Zane Show podcast. Here's your host, Eric Zane. goodness welcome in welcome back to the eric zane show podcast this is the daily show where i discuss news nonsense and my personal adventures okay i see right away in the chat that uh, patrick is here patrick uh, it says, says p underscore taft your dad is a goof for god's sake your father it's like uh I mean, seriously, you're so much more mature than than he is. What a jackass. Did I say? I said Patrick. My bad. Parker. Damn it. I'm already screwing this up. Well, I knew who you were. I was looking for you at the gym yesterday. I could have uh, used your help. Parker says, I was told not to miss this one. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. Twitch, thank you. Welcome to the Twitch audience. If you're new here, please hit the follow button because I'm here a lot. Monday through Friday at this same time. Uh, It's brought to you by a great place to get your vehicle fixed in West Michigan. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. I then take a replay of the show, throw it up on Facebook, also brought to you by Irvine's. And then I'll put it up on uh, Twitter for you to check out, too. That's brought to you by Blue Frost IT. I'll throw it up on YouTube. Brought to you by Frank Fuss. My policy shop insurance. My God, it's a lot of brought to you by. A lot of brought to you by. Well, that's because I need to eat. I'm a washed up radio guy that somehow found his way over to here and somehow has managed to kind of uh, elbow my way in in order to... Well, I don't know. Uh, Pay for the mortgage. Pay for the dogs. And uh, I'm supported by you, the audience. Thank you so much for being here on the free podcast. Uh, My gosh. Yes. Another day of eventful fun. All right. Uh, Where am I going? Let's see. I already lost my train of thought. I have just got so much stuff to talk about today. It's absolutely ridiculous. Okay. Um. Wow, there's uh, um, I've just attained what's known as affiliate status on Twitch. I don't know. Once they what they do is they um they make sure that you're going to stick with it. They don't want to uh, put any like um, any additional muscle behind you unless you commit to being consistent and regular, like a colon. As soon as they determine, all right, we think this one's in it for the long haul, then they'll make you what's uh, known as an affiliate. And I have achieved affiliate status. So um, starting tomorrow, I'll be giving you details about how to sign up to my page with your Amazon Prime account. And that's very, very important that you do that. Don't do it right now. Tomorrow, I'm going to start talking about it. I'm kind of like warming up for the warm up. 
because uh, that will get you the show ad-free if you sign up with your Amazon Prime account. Uh, otherwise, I'll be in the middle of talking or uh, you'll see a huge ad just go right across whatever the hell I'm saying. I could, be, I could be giving you the most important information in the world. I could be talking about a cancer diagnosis or something that I've just had, which I haven't. And all of a sudden you'll see an ad for Hardee's or whatever the hell. So uh, more on that. Uh, radio work kind of uh, uh, crept into the old Eric Zancho podcast uh, household. And uh, essentially radio now for me has become uh, like a hobby. Uh, too far gone, three years now almost since um, uh, being on the radio in morning drive. And then um, eventually working my way over to a company known as iHeart, the biggest uh, radio company in, uh, in America. And then, well, that didn't last long either. And that made it the official trifecta in January of 20 when they said, oh, everybody's fired. You're out too. And I'm like, well, what did I do? Did, did I piss somebody off this time? And they said, no, no, no. We're just kind of like, it's just it's, this came from the top. Maybe one day we'll hire you back. And I went, oh, okay. And everybody was, it was the first time I actually was fired from a radio station and didn't have everybody at the radio station hate me. Uh, that's a that's a regular thing. I don't like to uh, I don't like to leave those bridges still like standing. I'm kind of like, oh fuck you, let it on fire on the way out. But this one I didn't. I didn't do that for a change. So then, uh, not that long ago, they called on on me again near the end of the summer. They go, you want to come back? I go, yeah, all right, I'll, I'll do that. I'll, I'll come back. And uh, they put me on this on the oldies station. So here I am, you know, uh, uh, talking in between songs. It's it's seriously the easiest thing I've ever done, and I can do it from right here. That was that was the thing. I go well. And I talked about this yesterday. I go, yeah, I'll do it. Uh, is it like do I have to come into the radio station to do it? No, no, you can do it from home, man. I'm oh fuck yes, that's great. Thank you. So um, yesterday I'm taking the dogs for a walk. This dude known as B-Side, or Brett, he's on nights every day of the week on the oldie station, 101.3. And uh, I think, oh, God, I'm in trouble. What did I do now? Who did I piss off? And uh, he's like, oh, oh, man, I'm under the weather. I'm sick. Can you, uh, can you voice track nights on big? The station's called Big 101.3. I go, well, yeah, no problem. I mean, seriously, if uh, early in my radio career, there was no such thing as uh, voice tracking. Where you record everything all in advance. It, it, for a five-hour air shift, takes you half an hour. I go, yeah, I'll do it. I mean, piece of cake, no big deal. I mean, seriously, uh, uh, back when I uh, started in radio, you had to have a person in the studio every hour of every day. So there was some schmuck. Well, that was me when I started 20 years old uh, at two in the morning on Saturday and Sunday. I used to work the midnight to six sh midnight to 6 a.m. shift on Z93. Oh my God. Was that fantastic? Real, all the reason why I say it was fantastic is because it was where I, you know, that's where you develop your chops. That's where you, you know, try shit. 
you fuck around and, and figure out what you want to do. And you see how far the uh, bit will take you. And then if the phone does not ring, if the hotline does not ring, it's a big phone with actually a light on it. And if the boss hears something he doesn't like, he's going to call you and tell you to knock it the fuck off. And uh, occasionally that fucking phone would ring. I pick it up. Hello. You, you have to answer hello. You can't say the station name because then wh- whoever calls the secret phone, if you say the station name, they're going to know it's the secret line. You don't want that to happen. Pick it up. Hello. Hey, it's me. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, keep it up. Sounds good. Oh, thank God. Click. Um, so there was like tons of people that would work at the radio station. I don't know what has happened, but radio cannot even afford to have part-time air staff let alone full-time air staff. Everything is voice tracked. It costs so little now to uh, keep uh, all of the uh, uh, bodies in place, yet, I mean, my God, back then, that was the only game in town. You just basically, it was a license to print money. Ever since... The uh, uh, deregulation of the radio industry, that's when everything got fucked up. That's when it was in the mid-90s. They uh, passed the Telecommunications Act. That made it so that uh, uh, people could buy uh, own more than one radio station in the market. Back in the day, you could only have one AM, one FM. It, allowed, it uh, uh, made for diversification and ownership. Now it became, it's just a bunch of little monopolies or big monopolies. Shitty. Um, so there's no mom and pops pretty much. Uh, but anyway, so I get the call last night and so I'm on uh, oldies, the oldies station last night from seven to midnight doing my thing. I sat right here and recorded. It took me an hour, maybe not even. And then I get a phone call. Hey, can you do morning drive? Can you fill in morning drive on November 15th and 16th? And I'm like, well, yeah, absolutely. And now, Um, to be honest with you, uh, there's really no need to have anything more than, uh, voice track on the oldie station because, eh, you know, you're just playing music. Uh, it's, it's, it's fine. But so there you go. I will be on morning drive, November 15th and the 16th on 101.3 so you can uh, at 6 to 10 that same deal holy shit i will be going up against the big hitters in town oh man i'm back yeah whatever just know that uh to to do that the voice track monday and tuesday legit i'm making like 12 dollars Hilarious. All right. Uh, plenty to get to today. My God, I've got some video to share with you of, uh, of an amazing fist fight that happened at the Titans-Rams game the other day. Oh, boy. Uh, Aram says, will they let you ramp records and hit the post? I ramp records like crazy on Big 101.3. There is nothing better than ramping fun, fun, fun by the Beach Boys. I'll tell you this. They've got the technology down there. It's really sweet. So get it on the iHeart app. Just search Big 101.3 or WBFX, formerly known as The Brew. Now it's known as Big 
101.3. In the, on that station, they, um, they're all about less is more. So they'll take a great song and they'll edit it and make it shorter. So uh, All Right Now by Paul Rogers and Free. All right now, baby, it's a, oh, that, uh, you know, that's like a, a five minute song. Somehow they've managed to edit that thing down and make it like a three minute song. And they just Frankenstein the shit out of that thing. It's like, what the fuck? Why would you, why? What's the point? Why, why do you have to take the best parts of the song and, and throw them out? I'll never understand. I mean, what do I know? It's like, it's like it was a room uh, of people that were like, hmm, okay, we can either take All Right Now by free and uh, play the version that everybody loves and enjoys or make a bunch of shitty, very noticeable edits and make the song a lot worse and uh but shorter what should we do hmm and what do you think they did come on the hell all right but what do i know i better i better shut up or i'm gonna end up getting fired um parker indicated that hey i was told to um listen to this show his dad is andrew andrew is one half of team knuckle dragger at the gym these uh uh andrew and uh brian are these two dudes that i've talked about many times before i i've known them for years at the gym and it wasn't um recently yeah it was uh recently uh brian of team knuckle dragger comes walking up to me and he goes, so you still doing that uh, podcast thing? And I go, yeah, 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 yeah. This is like a month ago. And uh, I go, you, you know, and then uh, he, we, we got into another discussion and something funny happened. And I said, I'm going to talk about that on tomorrow's show. And so they actually went out of their way because they'd never heard it. And they, they caught what I was talking about. And they had a big laugh at that. And then they said, oh, man. This is right up our alley. We love this. This is great. And uh, I, I call them Team Knuckle Dragger because they're the biggest, strongest guys in the gym. They they spend so much time getting super strong. This is a guy, Andrew, I made fun of the other day. I made fun of him because I said his calves were teeny tiny. His legs were small. I never see these guys doing legs, ever. All they're doing always is upper body. And they'll do like 800 sets of bench press or uh, uh, shoulder presses, or or arms, all you know. I'm like, what the? Why don't you guys work on your legs? And that actually came out uh, yesterday. They were, uh, they're like, they actually heard me making fun of them. And Andrew's like, yeah, pot calling the kettle black, and he's busting my balls. It's like, yeah, well, at least I look proportion. At least the top and the bottom equals out. You look like Arnold Schwarzenegger in 1973 with uh the legs of Stephen Hawking what the fuck is wrong with you so okay great but uh so that happened yesterday and then um now these guys are troublemakers okay in the truest sense so these are the guys who uh they gave me those big styrofoam 45 pound plates 
because I can't lift anything that has the big 45-pound plates. I'm just not strong enough. And they go, yeah, you put these on, you look like one of us in the gym. It was a you know, it was funny little video. Aha, great. But yesterday, I get there and I go and uh, I walk in. I go, you know, I think uh, I got to get some uh, cardiovascular work in heart and lungs. I haven't done anything since the half marathon and I got I to gotta move a little bit. So I'm going to get on the treadmill. So uh, I'm on the treadmill for about five, ten minutes. And then uh, I hear a noise. And uh, it's like there's something wrong with the treadmill. I hear something, and I'm like, what the hell is that? And I, I kind of look around, and uh, I look behind me. Maybe that the machine behind me, another person is on it. There's something wrong with that. And then uh, a little bit of time passes, and, and another noise, very similar. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? And then, uh, so I'm, I'm a little confused because I think that the machine is going to break. So then... It dawns on me that uh, it sounds like a fart. And so I'm like, did I just hear someone fucking fart? And so I look over and I, and I go, well, th this is weird because it sounds like the type of uh, uh, like Looney Tunes comedy fart, you know, like you've heard before. Every time I hear it, I'm like, what the fuck? And uh, I, I, I'm not sure what's going on. Then the thought crosses through my mind. I go, I bet those assholes, these two clowns, these are two men in their 40s and 50s, I think. Uh, they don't look it. They look like they're like 28. They're a couple of fucking meatheads. I mean, Jesus. They lift weights way too much. And I'm looking over. I go, I think one of those assholes put a fart machine underneath my machine or something. And so I'm like, huh, uh, well, I got to investigate further. And then it, I hear it again. I look over and they're not really paying attention to me, at least, or so I think. And I go, and, the, and there's people around me and they're, they're, they're smiling at me. And I'm like, ah, oh, shit. So I hop off the machine and I act like I'm stretching, but I look under the machine and sure enough, they put a fucking fart machine underneath the treadmill. God. So I stop what I'm doing, grab the machine, walk over there, and I go, hey, hey, who did this? And they, these guys, oh, my God, the laughter. They go, we couldn't even lift. They got like 500 pounds on the bar. And uh, Andrew is Parker's dad, who's Parker's in the live stream right now on Twitch. And, uh, yeah, he's 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 laughing hysterically. The other one is Brian, meathead number two. I go, I'll bet you you're the one who thought of it. You're the quiet one of the two. Andrew's the loudmouth. You're the quiet one. I'll bet this was all. You, uh, Andrew is not smart enough to come up with this idea. This is probably yours. And then they just they were having a great time. And then I then they went ahead and they started like to, taking the fart machine. And putting it under a random benches that people are working. I mean, and I don't even know if they even knew who these people were that they were doing it to. So there'd be another guy on a bench doing the dumbbells, whatever, bench pressing. And then the same thing, the fart machine would go off. And I was like, do you guys even know who this person is? They go, no. 
And I'm like, what the, what if he, he's doing that? And he's like, what the fuck? And the, he, it freaks him out and the weight falls on his face or something like that. A couple of menaces in the gym. That is uh, our, our beloved team knuckle dragger here on the Eric Zane show podcast and live stream on Twitch. Unbelievable. Well, that was fun. Thank you, fellas. Uh, yesterday, okay, before the gym, it was, I have one day in the book, one day in the books of appropriate eating. Uh, I don't know what got into me. Maybe because I'm probably, I haven't even bothered to get on a scale. I'm well over 180 pounds. Uh, fat as hell. And with a scheduled physical coming up in February. Okay. Uh, that will be rough if Dr. Byers sees me and I'm looking like that with a sky high triglyceride and bad cholesterol level. I've got to do something. So, um, uh, hold that thought. Daisy is distracting me. We have a brief intermission. I cannot handle the snoring. Hold on. Don't move. I know you you can't hear it. I know I can. It's driving me nuts. I think she's got a cold. Yeah, I can't handle it. It's a, it's a huge distraction for your old pal, Eric. I, again, I know you can't hear it. Most of you can. I think you can only hear it if you're head, but I can hear it. And it's like, dude, I hate the sound of snoring. Drives me up a wall. Cannot tune it out. Just can't do it. All right. Where was I? Um, so, you know. I'm like, well, I'll try it again. I'll try it again. And I made it. I made it through the day. I actually did. I didn't eat. Well, let's see. I can actually review it for you. I had some nuts. I had a clementine orange. A bull of whole Quaker oats with no sugar, no honey, just the oats. I cooked it. I didn't like eat it like a fucking hay, uh, a, a horse uh, eating them. And then, uh, by the way, those fill you up. That's that's good stuff right there. So then I'm like, okay, great. You're doing well. Uh, avoid the candy corn. I walked by the candy corn slash peanuts dish and started picking the peanuts out. Didn't eat any of the candy corn. In the fridge, we've got bags of pizza from the other night. I didn't bother eating one piece. We got these uh, pizza puffs. These little dough puffs are like, uh, oh, they're fucking garlic, parmesan. Oh, incredible soaking in butter. I love them so much. My God, this is great. Didn't need one. They're just sitting there. We've got this Marie Claire's chocolate cream cake that we had the other night after the pizza party for dessert. It is like, oh, Jesus. And then a, a, a peach pie behind it. I didn't have one bit of it. I'm like, okay. All right. This is called willpower. You got to drink your water. You got to keep the car on the road. If you can, if you, and, and then people are like, well, why don't you just throw it all out? I was like, I can't, I can't do it. I don't want to do that. I want to actually have this stuff staring me in the face and I give it the finger when I see it. You sh Eric, you got to make it easy on you. Throw all that shit away. Yeah, I know. Just leave me be. 
I'll get this. I know what I'm doing. Uh, then I go to the gym. I'm in the locker room, and I run into Dan Omedian. Dan is also an Armenian. Awesome dude. He's the guy that is the pacer for the Grand Rapids Half Marathon. When that race started, he was uh, he's a really accomplished runner. Um, about 10, 12 years older than me, but he looks, he's got the body of a 23 year old man. Seriously, this guy is so lean and mean. And, uh, Dan is the guy that runs while holding a sign. that says nine minute, a mile group. And then he holds that pace. You stay with that group and then you run the race in that fast. I of course dropped off. I was terrible. I was running with him for about seven, eight miles. And then that was it. I was dead. He knew that I had retired from running. He sees me and uh, he says to me, he goes, I don't believe that you're retired from running. I go, well, he goes, I think you're going to come back around. I go, I've, this is what I need to do, Dan. I need to get back to basics. First of all, I'm 30 over. All right. I'm 30 pounds over. That doesn't help your old pal, Eric. And I need to get back to a very basic level. Like just a few miles slow, some walking, like couch to 5K level. Me going out and running a marathon or a half marathon is is way putting the cart before the horse. I need to just kind of get back to like some basic stuff just to regain health at this point. He goes, yeah. I go, and I know how to do this. It's just a matter of, and he goes, doing it. I go, yeah. And I go, so who knows? I go, I've, I've done okay for half the day today. It's, it's, it's quite literally day by day. This is as, this is as uh, uh, basic as like when a drug addict or an alcoholic is doing the old one day at a time, keep coming back. Except I can't go to a meeting uh, to uh, get me pumped up to uh, eat okay. Instead, I have to open the fridge and see pizza and Marie Claire's uh, chocolate cream pie. Jumped on the treadmill, fart machine, team knuckle dragger, driving home. I go, I got to get some food. And the plan was go to Meyer. And I had, I knew what I was going to get. They've got this, it's expensive, but it's like salad in a bag. Part of the problem is for me actually making it. I don't have the time to make it. So they got these awesome salads in a bag. You see these and they got everything good in it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get some fucking salad in a bag. And uh, they got this Asian one and they got this uh, uh, buffalo uh, uh, barbecue or buffalo ranch one. It's it's uh, got kale in it and all, everything's chopped perfectly. And I'm like, you know what? I think I think I think this is good. So I get myself my salad and I get my chicken breast and I got a recipe uh, to make the chicken breast pan, pan, uh, cook them. And uh, yeah, went home, cooked it up, had my salad while the chicken was cooking and ate the chicken breast. And then I'm done. And I'm like, okay, now this is the moment. This is a critical moment when it's like, now I want something sweet. And, Wow, what what a uh, draw that is.
Well, and I actually had a moment. I remember where, where I was. I was letting the dog out and I go, okay, you've been good today. Why don't you reward yourself with a little piece of that Marie Claire's chocolate cream cake? Just a little half inch wide slice of it. I said no. I put my foot down. I said no. I had a small glass of apple cider and I went to bed. I went to bed and I'm laying there and then my stomach starts to hurt. And I think my stomach was rebelling on me. Like I had like stomach cramps, like something was wrong. Like I had to go like take a dump or something. I was like, I don't know what's wrong. And I, I think it, I think it's my body like uh, making me pay for not eating like a dick. I think I'm so used to eating like an asshole that my body's like, give us something shitty or we're going to put you in trouble or we're going to make it, make it terrible on you all night long. I'm like, oh no, fuck shit. Oh my God. I made it though. I didn't crab the bed, nothing. And here I am day two of this adventure, dude. I, there is no way, no way I will be a success at this. None. I've got you guys saying you're proud of me. Oh, my God. Uh, the tarantula farmer writes, man, he's talking about healthy eating. I just killed a McDonald's egg and cheese sausage biscuit and three hash browns. Well, dude, I'm with you. That is heaven to me. Absolute heaven. And you're an absolute giant. Patriot Nick says, I'm proud of you, buddy. Kyle says, good for you. Sarah Rukrakrush says, proud of your choices. Okay. Uh, several of you are like 180 pounds. I wish I was 180 pounds. Yeah, I know. But dude, you see, my frame is tiny. Okay. Um, I'm 30 to 35 over. I'm not a, I'm not tall and my, I'm very slight. I'm a skinny, I'm supposed to be super thin. All right. So whatever you are, if you're 35 over, like let's say you're 260. All right. And you're supposed to be 200. Okay. You see, it all gets down to what you're supposed to be. Not everybody is supposed to be a little fella like I am. I am supposed to be a little shit. When you're this loud and obnoxious, you're that's of course comes with a little, little fella. A uh, sick fuck Dean says I have a small penis as well, but he wrote tiny dick too. He is a sick asshole and you are so screwed today, Dean. Let me tell you something because I have another um, story for the audience about you out in the in the wild uh, creeping everybody out. You are a creepy fuck. I may have a tiny dick, but you are a creepy fuck. And that's just me talking, not the people who witnessed you. The people who witnessed you out in the wild don't know you to be a creepy fuck. But you were seen out in the wild again. What the fuck are you doing? 
fact, let's get into that now. I got an email yesterday. Hold on a second. Subject line, unexpected visitor. This is from my dear friend, um, beloved contributor to the community, and um, I believe, I'm not sure what exactly, the finance director of uh, Harbor Humane, which is an animal shelter, no-kill animal shelter in Ottawa County, Michigan. Um, I've worked with uh, Harbor Humane for quite some time. Allison is a uh, big supporter of the show. She loves the show. She loves you all. She's been on the show. She is not aware of, uh, well, when this happens here, they, they're like, oh, how sweet, how nice. But when I, when it hits my ears, I'm like, oh no. Not again. He's doing it again. Our very own sick fuck Dean has a tendency to just, you know, show up places. And uh, I don't know, uh, be normal. Uh, you know, creepy. Case in point, my house. Halloween. His degenerate giant son is on my porch wearing a mask. This is sick fuck junior. And then uh, I knocks on the door. Yeah. Drug or treat. And then Dean comes around the corner with a fucking chainsaw. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, that's normal. That's what people do. Uh, not to be outdone, he, uh, when he finds out that um, our very own beloved... Ben Glaze is working at the donut shop. That is his uh, significant others. Uh, Dean shows up there recording videos, staring at him, just holding the camera at him. Or it was Facebook Live or something like that. And oh, horrible. Let me read this to you. Hey, Eric. I'm at work today, and I get a call from one of the girls at the front desk. They tell, they tell me someone is there to see me. They tell me his name is Boring Dean. Laughy emojis. It should be terrified emojis. I got to meet the man, the myth, the legend today. He was driving by and just stopped in to check out Harbor. And to say hi. That's not all he was checking out. I don't think there's uh, any other pod. See, Allison's so sweet and so kind. And she doesn't know uh, the, the, the level of scum that sick fuck Dean is. So she, she doesn't know. She's completely innocent. I don't think there's any other podcasting universe where you get a drop-in meet-and-greet with a fellow listener. I dare say that's what's special about yours. Yeah, they're special, all right. Jesus. 
But the truly funny part, which I didn't share with Dean at the time because I didn't realize it yet, this makes it even worse. I mean, it's bad enough that if she's just sitting there doing her finance work, you know, dogs barking, and uh, yeah, there's a guy, there's some dude you don't know here just to say hi. What the? She writes, there's another Allison who works at Harbor Humane. And our customer service rep went to get her first. They were mildly confused because Dean was like, yeah, just tell her boring Dean is here. Uh, She'll know what that means. And of course, this lady does not know what that means. Dean would never think that through. Dean would never think that... uh, He just assumes, first of all, that she knows who Boring Dean is. I mean, what if when she's listening, dummy, she's only half listening? Or maybe she's, uh, it just, uh, the, the math doesn't go off in her head. What if that happened? No, don't even, I mean, who would ever go, yeah, yeah, I'll just do this and assume they're gonna know who I am. There's no opportunity or no, uh, possibility that people might be creeped out by any of this. What the fuck is wrong with you? And then this could never happen. Another Allison, right? That would ne- that could never happen. Uh, uh, I'll just roll the dice. It'll be fine. Sick bastard. Of course, uh, the other Allison did not know who Dean was. I mean, at least he didn't use your uh, most current nickname for him. I'm surprised by that. I'm surprised didn't, Dean didn't walk in and say, hey, what's going on? Yeah. Hey, I'm sick fuck Dean. Uh, Where's Allison? She knows me. Surprise that didn't happen, you fucking stooge. Then he really would have traumatized our staff. Jokes aside, it was really cool. You are so lucky, Dean. You fucking caveman. Jokes aside, it was very, very cool. You have created a tribe, and although I I don't catch the show live, it's really fun to be part of it. Signed, Allison. So you got lucky. You are so lucky. I hope, I hope, SFD, you continue to do this nonsense uh, and just drop in. Hey! How you doing? What's going on? I'm sick fuck D. Don't you know me? And I hope somebody calls the cops on you. <sighs> My God. I see the uh, 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 various, uh, various uh, uh, partners in crime encouraging you to do stupid shit. Dean says she laughed and actually did call me sick fuck D. Well, it's probably because she meant it. Oh, my God. What is going on? All right. So I just want to let you know that I heard from them. I think you got off scot-free this time. Uh, Speaking of weird, the NFK is in the news. My dear brother-in-law, No Filter Kevin, lives with us. And um, just a couple of things. Uh, First of all, this morning... um, went downstairs during uh, breakfast preparation 
And, you know, um, everywhere he goes, there is uh, uh, evidence that he's been there. Um, peanut butter on cabinets, fingerprints everywhere, uh, feces smears on walls. I mean, it's if you are using the same space, you're probably walking around with a set of Clorox wipes because you don't want any of the disease on you. Uh, I, I dropped, uh, I dropped this when he was over the other day. My, my, son, my son's dog, uh, her name is Lola. This little, little dog jumped in his lap and he was petting the dog. And then Jim said, Oh, sorry, uncle Kevin and got the dog. I said to Jim, I go, yeah, now you got to fucking give the dog a bath. And Jim's now wife, Aubrey says, that's mean. I go, yeah, I know it's true. I mean, look, I'm not the one making him uh, uh, not wash his asshole, okay? Yes, that may be a mean joke, but we still have a filthy asshole. You know what would prevent that joke from happening? If he washed his asshole uh, more than uh, once a week or twice a week or however the... F- the other day, he did the old, yeah, I'm going up for the shower. I'm like, yeah, you, you say it like it's an event. You're not supposed to be announcing your shower. Like, like, like you should get a star on the fucking forehead. Son of a bitch. Uh, the room that he watches TV and he's taken over the TV room, this, uh, gay room, sunroom, windows all around. It's a beautiful room. Uh, I used to love it. I don't, I don't go in there anymore. Uh, the chair that he sits in. And if you are, are ever in that room, do not sit in the, the brown chair. Stay away from it. That's that's where the hardcore uh, uh, ass steer, uh, smears wind up. I almost said ass steers. I think I kind of did. The amount of tobacco sprinkled around the chair. It's and, and I've seen it happen. He'll take a pinch of the grizzly and, and put it in his mouth. And then so there's a bit of mouth moisture on his fingers and plenty of residual grizzly. And then he goes, and then, you know, little tiny bits of it go everywhere. You do that 400 times a day. And by the end of the day, you have it, you know, a, a, a trail of it all around you. To make sure he wasn't behind me. I am so paranoid of that. Now I have got to get that mirror. Hold on a second. Now I got one. I got Daisy barking outside of the door, causing the other dogs to bark. Daisy, knock it off. So uh, this morning, I'm down there making a cup of coffee. And uh, he's putting the cereal in the bowl. And I I take one look at it. And uh, he puts the milk in. And the Cap'n Crunch is actually higher than the top of the bowl. There is, it is so full. And it's like, dude, you are well aware of your physical limitations. Okay? I know what's going to happen. The second he starts walking back to that chair, which, by the way, the, fa- the fact that he that's where he eats, okay? He doesn't eat at the kitchen table. He doesn't eat anywhere in the kitchen. He eats in the fucking sunroom on a TV tray. And uh, all the while... He's walking, and all of the uh, Captain Crunch that was higher than the edge of the bowl 
is falling off onto the floor. And so it's like a trail all the way back. Now, probably 10 of them fall out. And I, I'm like, well, the dogs are going to enjoy that later. And then he, because I'm there, he puts in a mild effort. He sets the bull down. And then he walks back and picks up one. One of the 10. that, And the one he picked up was the one that was on the carpet. All the ones that fell on the actual floor are still there. And it's like, well, those are the ones that made noise. Why, why don't you, you know, well, what, what the fuck do I care? And again, I am so beyond the uh, uh, busting him over every little thing. I don't do that. I bust him on things and I spread them out over time because otherwise it'll make me, it'll drive me crazy and it'll turn into an adversarial relationship. He loves me. He says to me all the time, Eric, I love you so much. I'm like, I love you too, Kevin. I am not complaining. I'm not. I'm just telling you a story because, you know, let's be honest here. There's plenty of material that has come out of uh, all of this. And you all seem to enjoy it. And I am all about making you happy, you know? Son of a bitch. All right. But um, lately he has been, I talked about this before, he has been talking more and more to the TV. And usually it's just a word or a phrase, very short, very brief, or uh, him discussing or uh, expressing he's, he's upset with something. He loves the Green Bay Packers. He loves Aaron Rodgers, which he's pissed off at Aaron Rodgers. Now he's like, dumb son of a bitch. Fucking, what the fuck? Dumb son of a bitch. And as you know, he swears all the time. And uh, But the other day he's watching a documentary about that guy who landed that plane on the Hudson River years ago, uh, Sully Sullenberger. Remember that? And uh, so they're describing what he did. And I'm in the other room and I hear, you better put that fucking plane down. You don't even have any more motors. What the the fuck is going on? That's it. Put it down. Put that plane down. And he's watching He's watching the thing, and I, I, I kind of go like in another room, and I'm like, what the fuck is he watching? Sure enough, there's the footage of that plane hitting the water, and he's like, and he's like, yeah. He's fist pumping. He's talking to the TV. I'm like, what the fuck am I seeing here? I got a text the other day from the Queen of the Forest. He was watching a football game. He called a football player, um, a fucking F rhymes with bag out loud. Oh, you fucking F rhymes with bag. I think he was watching some college football game or something like that. I was up at fear bunker North or something. And I got a text that he just referred to a football out loud. <sighs> Uncancelable. There's, he has no f- digital footprint. I don't even think he's been on the internet ever. He, uh, he has a, um, a smartphone. And I'm not sure what he does with it. I don't want to know what he does with it. But occasionally it runs out of battery. And so he goes over to this area of the kitchen and charges it. And then I I look at that as an opportunity to clean it. So then I get like a couple of those Clorox wipes and I just bathe it in Clorox wipes and, and everything. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, 
there will be a new strain of COVID that emerges from this household. They'll be like, uh, yeah, the most unsanitary place in America is uh, this household where we have a, a new uh, super strain of COVID where uh, 99% of people who get it will be dead in hours and uh, is airborne. And it comes out of this household. Shit. All right. I have Dear Meathead tomorrow on the show with my beloved 87-year-old father. I need questions. Send them along on the Shoreliners Striping inbox. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. If you have a question for dad, let's say uh, something in your life pertaining to something in your life, uh, kid issue, wife issue, work issue, moral dilemma. Uh, maybe you want his opinion on something in the world happening. Send it along, eric at ericzancho.com on the Shoreliners Striping Inbox. Okay. The open of this podcast and live stream brought to you this time around by J.M. Synthetics. J.M., our initials. For Jason Mays, he is a Saranac shit kicker. He's a total hillbilly. His side hustle, in addition to his daily job, he has somehow managed to convince the people at Amsoil that he is a worthy distributor of their products. Now, truth be told, Amsoil invented synthetic motor oil. It is remarkable and an excellent product. You should put it into your vehicles and lubricate any of the motors and various things that require lubrication. He calls himself a lube slinger. Okay? The way Amsoil does it is they have people like Jason Mays distribute it for them as best as they can. So this is what I want you to do. Take a tour of your garage, figure out what you need, any type of lubricant thing, uh, stuff that you're out of, and buy it from Jason Mays. Go to their website, jmsynthetics.com, or his website, jmsynthetics.com, and search by product or by vehicle and figure out what you need. Now, you could buy it from the website, but it really helps Jason if you do it this way. Just remember what it is you want and then call him or text him. Say, Jason, this is so-and-so. I need this. And you can do this from anywhere in the United States. All right? Doesn't matter where you are. Uh, call or text Jason, 616-747-0233. 616-747-0233. And then the next thing you know, those products wind up on your porch. It's that simple. That's how it works. The Eric Zane Show podcast is powered by the Eufy Video Smart Lock E330. This thing's amazing. These people sent me one, and I'm so happy. I love it so much. It's a lock. It's a 2K camera. It's a doorbell. Three-in-one triple security. You know, a lot of the times when you buy something that's like a camera so you can see who's at your door, you're going to have to pay a monthly fee. That is not the case 
with the Eufy Video Smart Lock E330. And by the way, I want you to search E-U-F-Y Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. The Eufy Video Lock is easy to install, set up with just a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling required. Thank goodness, because if I did that, there'd be holes all over the place. It'd be horrible. Keyless entry, no more fumbling for the keys when your hands are full. Never worry about the kids losing keys or passing among the renters. One second unlocking with, get this, AI self-learning chip embedded. The more you use it, the more accurate it will be. It's fingerprint recognition on this thing. You got to try this out. Search Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. Full three-in-one triple security with Eufy. Uh, A&E Heating and Cooling is hiring. No experience necessary. They'll teach you how to do this. The business is growing. When Joe Martinez started marketing on the Eric Zancho podcast, it was just him and his vehicle. Now he has three vehicles and him plus two son-in-laws, and he's adding a third helper. If this seems like something you might be interested in, entry-level position, 616-516-8579. Call or text Joe. Okay, I imagine if you have some experience, you'll be in an even better spot. So reach out to Joe if you're looking. He is hiring right now. Also, he wants to tune up your furnace. If you are in West Michigan, it's $79. This is key. You have to do this every single year. Get your furnace uh, tuned up from Joe Martinez, 616-516-8579 from A&E Heating and Cooling. Okay. Look at that. Already nearly one hour in the books. What the hell? We are fast approaching show number 700. Uh, Some follow-up on Aaron Rodgers. Not so much him, but people talking about him. Uh, Howard Stern is a germaphobe. But I kind of... Uh, feel the same way uh, about Aaron Rodgers as Stern does, but Stern comes from kind of like a different place, I think. Um, I've got a clip for, of Howard and um, Robin, and I'm not really playing it because I'm saying, hey, see, Howard Stern agrees with me. I'm playing this clip because of how wrong he's getting another story. This is horrible. Now, Stern's show nowadays sucks. Everybody hates the fucking show. No one likes it. Ever since the pandemic, the show has gone downhill and uh, it's just not enjoyable to a lot of people. If you don't believe me, look at the Howard Stern subreddit. It's brutal. They fucking hate that guy. Uh, That has nothing to do with this. But wait until you hear how wrong Howard gets this because he's frustrated with Rogers And then he says, all right, he should be kicked out of the league. And then he touches on Henry Ruggs III, the guy for the Raiders who hit that woman's car 
I mean, everybody knows that story. Henry Ruggs driving through an area that has like a 30 mile an hour speed limit at 156 miles an hour. There's a woman at a stop sign or a stoplight late in early in the morning in Vegas with her dog in the front seat, 23 year old lady minding her own business. Ruggs hits her, destroys his Corvette and her car bursts into flames. Um, People rushed to try to help her. Uh, literally, they could hear her screaming, and then she died. She burned to death. So did the dog. Uh, one of the worst things I've ever heard in a long time. Ruggs is in deep shit. Well, Howard talks about that um, that incident. But listen to how wrong he gets this. Talk about uh, he didn't do anything. He sits around his fucking house all day. How can I mean, that was uh, arguably the biggest story of last week. Henry Ruggs third. How can someone who for a living uh, talks about current events miss something so bad. Listen to how bad he fucks up this story about Henry Ruggs III. I was so worked up over the weekend about this fucking uh, Aaron Rodgers of the NFL. I don't even know where to begin with that. By the way, he indicates he doesn't know anything about sports. He, He refers to Aaron Rodgers of the NFL, which just sounds stupid. About this fucking uh, Aaron Rodgers of the NFL. I don't even know where to begin with that story. I mean, this fucking guy, I don't watch football. Sorry, I'm not a big fan. I know the guy's a real good football player. That's why they put up with his bullshit. If I ran the NFL... He's going to be a Hall of Famer, so yeah, you know that he's important to the franchise. If I was the... uh, You know, if there was decency in this world... You know, I would throw this guy out of the football league so fast. What he did to his fellow teammates and, you know, bravo, Terry Bradshaw, for what you said and everyone else who's got half a brain in this country. But this fucking guy, they should throw him out of the league so fast with the guy who crashed his car at 153 miles an hour. And some poor lady, this guy, some poor lady was walking her dog and the dog and the lady burned up. In his car, because he hit him. What? And uh, she, they, oh, the last words out of her were just screams of pain wait from the fire. Oh. Hey, wait a minute. I mean, he's facing 40 years in jail. It Howard. should be a life sentence. I mean, he just, Howard, you're fucking that whole thing up. Just essentially just killed is there, him. Is there no one else on that show? I know he, he employs like 100 people. Are you telling me there is no one on that show to go, hey, dumb fuck, you're, uh, you're getting about 1% of that story right with his car but he should be thrown out of the league which he was i assume howard suggests that at three in the morning in vegas well i, I guess it's plausible for a lady to be walking her dog at three in the morning how that, that the biggest story of the week last week and dumb fuck howard thinks henry ruggs the third hit her at 156 miles an hour and then somehow she flew backwards into his car. So then he, the lady and her dog, with the dog, so the 156 miles an hour didn't kill her, Howard thinks. Howard thinks that the woman is then in Henry Ruggs' car, his Corvette, and then the car catches on fire and Henry Ruggs gets out of the car while the lady is now sitting where the Henry Ruggs III was and the dog, and they burn up in Henry Ruggs' car. What? You 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 murdered that story. Holy shit. 
everybody, uh, it, the New York Post uh, put that clip out of Howard. And I'm like, well, that's not the story now. The, the, the story is how Howard got that wrong, you idiot. So you're suggesting that if uh, someone hits someone 156 miles an hour, A, they're going to be alive. B, they're not going to go flying a mile or disintegrate. They're going to wind up completely alive in your car. And then the driver is going to get out of the car while it lights on, while it's on fire. Is that, that's what he thinks happened. Holy shit. What a dumb fuck. Howard, you're a stupid asshole. And uh, Aaron Rodgers, come on, dude. Really? Yeah, I can't listen to anything else you say because you're so fucked up. You know, that right, whole you can, bullshit game. You you can say whatever you want about Aaron Rodgers, but uh, yeah, fuck all that shit. I want to talk about how fucked up, uh, how much you fucked up that story, you stupid bastard. And now one fucking person on that show has the nerve to look at that dumbass and say, hey, stupid. I mean, that would be hilarious. That's actually something funny. If someone said, Howard, you're getting all of that wrong. No one's there to bust his balls. What the fuck? That is classic to me. Holy shit. Uh, Aram says, maybe we're the ones that got it wrong. Maybe we should double check. <laughs> Sarah says, what a ridiculous embarrassment. Chris says, you know, they're not allowed to speak. Man, that's great. And then Pat McAfee. Okay. Now, McAfee is a dude who hosted Rogers. They're friends. Um, I would have more respect for McAfee if he said, um, I didn't want to piss Aaron off, so I just let it slide. That that wasn't the time or place. If he would just if he would just admit that he couldn't get up the nerve to ask him any questions. I think that would be okay. Um, Rogers talked uh, unchecked for a significant time. And um, there was a, there were huge piles of information that he threw out. That's 1 million percent. Not true. He even suggested Aaron Rogers suggested. He said, he said that the new uh, Merck pill, um, that just came out, which is an antiviral. Which, if you get COVID, you increase your chances of um, terrible things happening. You you decrease your chances of terrible things happening to you. It's a treatment. It's a treatment pill that they have. Uh, he suggested that Merck simply took ivermectin and put their label on it which is a, uh, a myth that is going around in all the usual hotspots that these fucking idiots love, okay? And that's not true. There's, there's nothing true about that at all. They're two completely different medicines. And he threw it out there. And McAfee doesn't say shit about that. Um, now, maybe he doesn't know. My thing was, you mean to tell me for 25 minutes, 30 minutes, not one question popped into your head worth asking him? That's bullshit. There absolutely was. But you couldn't get up the nerve to ask him. It was incredibly weak. 
And uh, if you'd have just come out and said that, I would have said, I get it. It's your friend. But this is what he said. This is what he said today. This, uh, uh, yesterday, Pat McAfee was uh, uh, on, his, on his show, Bro Talk. And this is what Pat McAfee said, offered up for an excuse. What I'm saying with all this is, Overall positive, a mm. lot of negative, a <laughs> lot, <of, laughs> lot of negative, and I do apologize for potentially not hammering home the science and stats like I should have, I guess a lot of people are saying. I don't even think that. I don't want Pat McAfee just ripping and reading, okay? I don't expect that out of Pat McAfee, but dude, you can think You've got a brain. Certainly some questions pop into your head. And I do apologize for potentially not hammering home the science and stats like I should have, I guess a lot of people are saying. But also, there's no way you were thinking that that's what I was going to do. Like, there's no way anybody had that as the expectation. Yeah, but at the same time, I didn't think that you would do, you know, nothing. It was an infomercial. This was an Aaron Rodgers conspiracy infomercial of misinformation and bullshit. And I appreciate and respect everybody afterwards, you know, thinking that that is what I can yeah. do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for that, I am humbled. Okay. <laughs> I am incredibly humbled that you can look at that screen and you can see what I do, which I'm very lucky to do what I do with the boys on a daily basis. And I get a chance to do a lot of very cool things. And if you immediately thought, hey, this guy, this guy fucking. So he's suggesting that he's humbled that people thought he should think and ask him questions. Is that, I mean, he's actually doing a great job making himself look worse than what he did. Knows the ins and outs. It would be better if he said, I'm not going to ask Aaron that. That's my fucking friend. You don't like it? Don't listen. That's what you say. The COVID, the situation. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, he's the only one. This is the only guy. <laughs> this is the only guy that knows all things. He should be putting Aaron's feet to the fire. If you thought that, I am incredibly humbled, honored, and I promise at some point in my life, I will try to work to become that person that you can rely, maybe not, but I will try to become that person. Uh, Get on the mic, dummy. Uh, so to those people, I would like to say, thank you for the incredible honor of thinking that that is something I'd be able to do. Uh, I, I am, apologize, I am not. But once again, your peers were in the room when he said, I'm immunized and just let it fly in the middle of the entire thing. Like, hey, are people trying to slip by the goalie here Mm -hmm. with how they're answering? So I would just like potentially a little bit of a fair treatment uh, as. Yeah, 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 yeah. whatever, dude. Uh, uh, Okay, he said he's immunized. So he said one thing, but you had him for 30 minutes in a conversation. It could have been a conversation. I. And then there was one point when he said, hey, can I jump in here? And Aaron said, oh, yeah, hold on. Let me finish this. It's like, no, 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 no. Hold on a second here. This is this is a Pat McAfee show. This is this is my show. And if you're going to agree to come on here, I'm going to ask you questions. That was an infomercial. That was a, an absolute abortion is what that was. Mac. Uh, and that's the last time I'll ever listen to that guy because I can't handle the ADHD. You thought I was bad. McAfee has, oh, my God, an unbelievable ability to run uh, 15 sentences together and with no pause. I, I don't, I mean, like, it's ridiculous. I can't even follow. Uh, I have to pause it and write down what he's saying in order to follow what he's saying. And, you know, a lot of people love that show, but I am just not into the fucking bro talk. 
Okay. Not, it's just, you know, it's all- I can't handle it. A little bit more on Howard. He talked about uh, fuckhead Rogan. Uh, he, it's not here in this clip. He said, I hope Aaron Rodgers breaks his leg uh, in a game and Dr. Rogan comes in to I was sh- help him set the bones. On, dude. Really? You know, that whole bullshit game. Yeah, I have the antibodies. Now, first of all, I don't know where these guys get their information from. They refuse. He, he, at the press conference, he said he got his information from uh, Joe Rogan. With all due respect, Joe Rogan. Why would a, a you guy... go to Joe Rogan with a medical problem? Because he threw the kitchen sink at it. At it, guys, come on! That's that's the new uh, the new treatment. Yeah, you got doctors who study in medical school. I don't know what has happened to this country. <laughs> Oh, boy. All right. So that's that. Let's uh, move on. Always a uh, struggle, but I'm going to try to pull this off where I have video to show you. Okay. Window capture. Come on. Is it going to work? Of course. Uh, Maybe. Maybe. (gasps) Okay. Great state of Tennessee. They're having a service. The Nashville Light Mission Pentecostal Church. Some dude, you're going to see him, pulls a gun. Okay, so there's no sound of this. This guy here with the microphone, he's doing his thing. He looks and he sees this guy come walking up. There's another there's two guys, in fact, two guys with microphones. These are the pastors. All right. This guy comes walking up, pulls a pistol. This guy's still smiling. He thinks it's a fucking joke. He's got a gun out and a Bible. Okay, he's pointing the gun. This dude right here, he immediately uh, starts to move. You see him uh, start to uh, wander away. And he is going to make a move. As By the way, Don Collins joins us, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, Don. Don, I have not yet done the affiliate uh, uh, sign-up. I was uh, instructing the audience that tomorrow, starting tomorrow, they can uh, sign in with their Amazon Prime account. But watch this video, Don. You're going to love this. This guy's pointing a gun during the service. This pastor starts to move over here. This guy's on the microphone with the, on the keyboards. And this guy is waving the gun around like a madman. This pastor is slowly but surely making his way around. Now, these people are all like, ah, oh, shit, man. I, I am really impressed with how no one uh, uh, panics here. They're all like, okay, whatever. Pastor's looking around. Okay. This guy, I don't know what he's going to do with this gun. No one really knows. Uh, This pastor now has somehow gotten a little bit behind him out of his field of view. Check him out. Okay. Yep. These guys are still clapping, remaining calm. This pastor knows that this little guy who snuck behind the guy, the bad guy now, is about to uh, put a fucking Ray Lewis on him. Look at this lady. She's clapping. All good. 
This guy gets ready, and here he goes. Boom. Oh, yes. They bring his ass down. Look at this. Look at this lady right here. She's saying, get him. Get him, motherfucker. Get him. Get him. Oh, my God. This lady drops to her knees over here. The lady, She looked like uh, Raj's mom from fucking What's Happening. Uh, hold on a second. Let me back that up. Okay, so she's on her knees. She was on her knees. Dude shows up. Now, you'll notice, just as the guy flips the chair, okay, these people here at the top of the screen, they are running out the door. They already know what's happening. It's time to get out. And then... Boom! Yes! Yes! Raj's mom is still on her knees. Meanwhile, uh, 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 Florida from Good Times is, uh, is, is saying, Get that motherfucker! Yes! This lady comes up. These guys are like, Yes! All right! There's, there's a, there's a, someone left the baby in the pew. This guy is saying, Get out of here. All these other guys are going, World star! World star! Holy shit, it looks like a uh, like a like a bunch of extras from the film Coming to America here. Holy shit. That was spectacular. If you uh, are listening to the audio podcast, you can uh, click on the link in the uh, in the show notes and check that one out on your own. But wow, that was uh, that was that was quite a scene. I have uh, another video that I want to show you. This comes to us from the Tennessee Titans game. Uh just the other night, other day, in Los Angeles. Okay, now, uh, you guys that are on the live stream, you seem to be having a discussion about Rogan. All right, you're going to want to see this one. So forget all the discussion. It doesn't matter. Don't argue about COVID and Rogan or anything, any of that shit. We all know Rogan's nuts. Rogan's a dipshit. He got lucky. He's alive. Uh, the dummies, like Patriot Nick, think that it was because he took horse pace. We all know that's not true, but let him think that. I want you to see this fight that you're about to see. So check this out, Don Collins. Okay. We have the Titans at the Rams. Uh, in this clip, this guy right here, number one, he is going to kick so much ass. He's first going to slug uh, another dude. And knock him out. Watch this. Okay. Titans guy right here. Titans guy is going to catch a hard right and then fall down the steps. Watch this. Oh, night, night. Okay. And now this dude here in the blue and white, not Travis Henry, the other one. He can't believe it. That guy is down. He's going to walk up the steps just as, uh, as number one is going to throw another haymaker and knock the dude in the yellow Rams jersey out. Nighty night. That's ram on ram violence. And then look at this guy. He steps right on his head. He's like, fuck you, man. We're out of here. So number one, number one, the dude with the porn stash, he just knocked two dudes out and then they just quietly leave. Look at this. Watch this. Oh, oh shit. And this guy's like, I gotta go. Oh, and then that guy's out. Oh, man, this guy is a house of fire. Nobody's fucking with him. And then he just leaves. Wow. They're, they're trying to help this guy up. One more time. Oh, shit. So Red Shoes is down. And then... 
I love the commentary. Whew. The, the NFL is fucking great. Oh my God, was that incredible. Dean says, I can't see it. The screen is too small. Signed Dirk. LOL. Is that not Travis Henry? What? Chris Henry. Travis Henry was another football running back. Sorry. I messed that up. Oh, shit. Chris Henry, Travis Henry, whatever. Uh, running back. Black guy. I don't know. Titans are good. Come on. I talked the Titans up yesterday. Oh, my God. Hell of a punch, though. Did it, Derek Henry. It's not Chris Henry. Have I got it wrong twice now? It's Derrick Henry. It's not Chris Henry. Oh, my God. How embarrassing is that? I'm like Howard Stern. Howard Stern knows the NFL more than I know. <laughs> okay, I know he's fast. I know he's a beast. He's, he's really good with the stiff arm. I know that, right? I got that right? Chris Johnson. That's right. Chris Henry died. Oh, God. I'm fucking this up so bad. I'm so sorry. Chris K. from GR says, quote, they all look the same. I did not say that, you asshole. I did not say that. He died from falling out of a truck? Some guy died from falling out of a truck. What? I don't know. Doesn't matter. All, all I know is that that was a great fight and you, <laughs> you got to see it. Shut up, you assholes. All right. Uh, more from the NFL. I talked about this guy yesterday. It's a video that went around of this dude uh, from the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, my God. And uh, I, I didn't show it, but uh, maybe I should. Maybe I should show it. Uh, Damon or Damon Arnett is his name. I don't have it. doesn't matter. It was a, uh, a, a Twitter video of him waving around like an AK-47, like this big badass gun saying, I'm going to kill you uh, for sending me a nasty message. Some troll sent him a nasty message uh, and so, or something like that. You know, typical internet bullshit. And this guy starts waving around a gun. This is on the heels, just days removed from Henry Ruggs III killing that lady, uh, the lady in the car incident that Howard Stern fucked up. And uh, just a couple of weeks from uh, John Gruden calling everybody uh, uh, F rhymes with Baggett. Oh, my God. So now he's done. Damon Arnett has been waived after the video emerged of him waving around the gun and making death threats to an unspecified person. This guy is a first-class idiot. He seemed like such a stupid shit, too. First round pick out of the Ohio State University, I think. Unless I'm getting that wrong, too, probably. Uh, the Mark Mayock is the guy who's the general manager of the uh, of the Las Vegas Raiders. 
And uh, he, he actually uh, spoke out a little bit. He says, we cannot stand for the video of Damon with a gun threatening to take a life. Uh, bottom line, the Raiders will not tolerate this behavior. Uh, kind of has to say it. If you're the uh, Las Vegas Raiders, you're just hoping that this week you can uh, maybe get through the week without uh, the coach calling people F rhymes with Baggett. Uh, this guy, someone else waving guns and threatening violence or death. And, you know, players killing innocent young ladies and their dogs. Holy shit. Bummer if you're a Raiders fan. Pretty much the season over. If the Raiders end up doing anything with this year and having a successful season and winning it all, wouldn't that be the upset of a lifetime? I kind of want that to happen. I want the Raiders to win out and win the Super Bowl just to see the NFL squirm. Oh, my God. Probably not going to happen. And then you had... um, their quarterback, I don't want to say his name because I'll probably screw it up. Derek Carr? Is that his name? Or is it Derek Henry? Henry. Chris Thompson. Derek Carr? He's the one who said, oh, man, Henry Ruggs third. This is a terrible story. We need Henry. To, we, Henry needs people to love him now. I was like, dude, I, I don't think we should be, like, trying to help Henry Ruggs third right now. Maybe quietly behind closed doors, but I don't think you need to be standing on a podium talking about how we need to help Henry Ruggs the third. I mean, I get it, but Jesus. Um, General manager of the uh, Raiders said that um, there were character concerns about Damon Arnett when he was entering the league, uh, saying the club spent significant time trying to understand his behavior. I think that's your first clue. You shouldn't have drafted the guy. But when drafting him, the Raiders felt that uh, he'd be a good fit for the team. Mayock said he's sick to the stomach about Arnett. We did more research on Arnett than anybody else. Didn't we did our own research since I've been here and we missed. And that is 100% on me. Oh my God. I wonder if that guy's going to land another gig. How'd you like to be the NFL team that signs uh, Damon Arnett? Probably the Lions. Knowing knowing our luck, the Lions will sign that guy. All right. Hey, I want to thank uh, Blue Frost IT for being on board with the show. Thank you so much to those folks over there. The managed IT service provider for the Eric Zane Show podcast. I need you to call them 616-200-8550. All right, 616 200 8550. Uh, if you have need managed work like I do, if you have some project work you need taken care of and you are in West Michigan, think about Blue Frost IT for your small or medium sized business. Thank you very much, Blue Frost IT. Uh, and a never ending quest, uh, quest to get the inf- information out about this podcast. I'm constantly reminding people that there's several ways that you can get the show. The uh, live stream on Twitch, thank you very much. And then the audio podcast, downloadable wherever you get audio podcasts. Doesn't matter where. I'm on all of them. Spotify, Stitcher, Twatter, CastBox, Apple Podcasts, you name it. Okay? Because Foamstick says, does he actually have an audio podcast that I can download? Well, yes! It's a, the, I take all of this and I make it available. Shortly after this one is done on Twitch... 
I make the audio podcast available. Patriot Nick, uh, way ahead of me, he says, yeah, he's on Apple Podcasts. He also has a Patreon. Thank you, Nick, for filling these folks in. Um, so there you go. Check that out. Sorry, I'm distracted by the comments. <laughs> oh, you're not talking about me. You're talking about Cardiff. <laughs> I thought you were talking about me. <laughs> oh, I guess you knew. I, th- I was going to say, I thought you looked familiar. Yeah, Cardiff Electric. Sure. Sure. Check him out. He's fun. Everybody loves Cardiff. Everybody in this audience loves him. <laughs> oh, that's embarrassing. I'm such an idiot. Okay. That's what happens when I check out the uh, comments too much. Sorry about that. Uh, there is gun school coming up. Prince Arming has a class coming up in about a week and a half. If you want to um, get your pistol license concealed, think about Prince Arming. And you're in West Michigan. This is all you need. Call up uh, 616-204-1705 and get, uh, get on board with the class. It is a Thursday-Saturday deal. The next one coming up in about a week and a half. Go to Prince Arming on Facebook or click on the logo at ericsaintshow.com. It'll take you right to the Facebook page. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage says, hey, uh, look, we can help you get a mortgage no matter where you are in the United States. That's true. Call them 231-332-6505. With the exception of South Carolina, Maine, Alaska, and Hawaii. Thank you to the Mario Flores uh, Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, whether your credit is great or if it stinks, for God's sake. NMLS number 3035, never been a better time than right now to get a mortgage interest rates uh, rates are historically low that's right i said interest rates i got a p i can't even think you can tell i'm moving around in my seat interest rates are historically low 231-332-6505 did joe biden fart in front of the duchess what's your name camilla is that prince charles wife okay you know i am so sick and tired of these stories getting out um uh, and then I have to just speculate. So I'm going to get to that one because if there's a story about Sleepy Joe farting, uh, I, I need I need to get to that. At least the speculation of it is alone uh, worth worth discussing. Okay? But I got to pee. So don't go anywhere. And we're back. Oops. Damn it. I love Don. Don Collins. Uh, guys, share a link to the show by clicking on the little tray at the bottom right of the screen. Send the link to your social media peeps on Facebook or Twitter. Aram writes, yeah, but then they'll know that I listen. You bastard. Come on, help me out. Throw me a bone for God's sake. Don follows up tomorrow. You will be able to support the show with bits and subs. Now, I'm, I'm slowly but surely learning what those things mean here. I'm guessing you know about this more than I do. Bits are worth a penny. And then you'll be able to buy them right here. And when you type cheer parentheses number, followed by your number of bits you wish to give Eric, he will thank you immensely. Plenty of fun to come. <laughs> Tell your friends. 
Yeah, I, I, uh, if you want to do that, that is that is a way that you would take your money if you felt like I needed some. It's like giving someone a tip. That's what bits are. So um, I, I, I have a, a hard time telling you to give me money on this. Seriously. Um, when it comes to a sub, like uh, I guess that stands for subscription. That's free with your Amazon Prime. Okay, and I'll tell you about that tomorrow. I will want you to do that. That does help me. Okay. If you have an Amazon Prime membership, you can subscribe for free. And the reason why uh, signing up with your Amazon Prime or subscribing for five bucks is, is good. First of all, it helps. Second of all, you get it ad free. Otherwise, you will see an ad. That's how that works. So uh, I've kind of been teasing that, but uh, we will get into that more in depth tomorrow. Uh, if you have Amazon Prime, you get one free sub a month. So if you gave me your free sub, that's awesome. Get it? There you go. Um, where are we? Joe Biden farting. All right. Now, this is hot on the heels. I mean, Biden overseas has been, uh, we have, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much a um, pictures or video or it didn't happen. I would want all of these things to happen. Uh, but, and, and I would suspect that this could happen. I mean, let's be honest. Joe Biden has, uh, uh done plenty to make us think that he is, uh, a bit of a disaster that his brain is kind of a little bit mushy, if you will. And, and, and look, I understand, uh, that, that, that can very well be a thing. I don't. If that is the case, that's really not that funny, you know? Uh, but what is remarkable is that if they would then decide, okay, he should be the president. I have that conspiracy theory that he, uh, he in fact, is incapacitated from time to time. And that's why he doesn't answer questions. That's why he, uh, he falls apart when he's talking and he says things that don't make any sense. Um, so... Being what it is, the idea of him pooping his pants in front of the pulp. I say there's a pretty reasonable chance that that could have happened, but I can't 100% get behind it. I can't just say he pooped his pants in front of the pulp. The idea of him falling asleep, though, during that uh, uh, crazy, what was it called? COPD festival or something like that? Oh, my God. Of all the things. The fact that your nickname is Sleepy Joe and you actually did fall asleep. I mean, I don't know about you, but I, I tend to try to be transparent when stupid things happen. When I when I when I step in it or say something dumb like the uh, when I was talking about the football player, Travis Henry, Chris Henry, Derek Henry, whatever the fuck I was doing there. I, I always like, oh, my God, I'm an idiot. If I am known as Sleepy Eric. And I am seen on video falling asleep. I'm going to acknowledge that. 
We need a president who is going to acknowledge his faults. We need a president who, when he says stupid shit, goes, what the fuck was I just saying there? What just happened there? Come on. I saw that made me aware when I was in law school, proudly for Holloway, proudly for your dad, first African-American state senator in the state of in the state of Delaware. Everything about. I don't even remember what he says here. And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand and it get hot. I got a lot of I got hairy legs that turn that 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 that, that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids, how do you struggle for the word blonde? Used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight, and then watch the hair come back up again. Okay, so he's gone from this isn't edited. He's gone from in front of people talking about how proud he is that some black guy got a job. Now he's talking about his hair would turn color and people would rub his hair in the pool. They look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. I learned about roaches. What the fuck is that? Is that a racist term that I don't know about? What the fuck is happening here? He's surrounded by black people. I've loved kids jumping on my lap. And I tell you what, the men, they're now all men. The guys I work with down here, and they're all guys at the time. What? They're all good men. Most of them made an awful lot of themselves. And Earl Larkin had a rough time. And some of you knew okay, Earl. Let's, let's, uh. Do you get the, I mean, it's, I don't know how he does it. He has a tendency to do that, say something that out of the blue that has nothing to do with anything, and he just keeps going. And because of that, people like, did, did that just happen? What what just happened there? And there's, we need someone to stop him and say, okay, we got to. We got to break this down here. We got to, we got to right now figure out what's happening. I don't know, maybe hit him or, or if he has like a defibrillator, a button or something that, that can correct him when he's doing that. I, def I came back as a public defender. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. <laughs> Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no, no points, points and may God, and may have, God have mercy on your soul. With Consumers Energy's summer... Uh, you know, the looks like a tornado, they don't call them that anymore, that hit the crops and, and wetlands in the middle of the country. And... In Iowa and Nevada, and I mean, it's just across the board. And, uh, you know, um, uh, as I said, we're in this together. Okay. Now, P. Craig. I am not a Biden guy. I am not a Trump guy. I am an Eric Zane guy. That is dementia. Without a doubt, that man is not well. He should be uh, relaxing at a home with his family, enjoying his time. He should not be leading the country. I don't care what you tell me. That man is not well. And I'm not even saying it to be a dick. I'm saying it because it's not right that people uh, make him work. 
Holy shit! Man! But anyway. The idea of him pooping his pants in front of uh, the Pope. Okay, I want to believe that, but I don't have proof. This one was sent along to me. Apparently, Camilla, Duchess of Cornwall, not to be confused with the Duchess of New Jersey. Uh, that would make your husband, uh, Kate, Paul, be Prince Paul, right? Yeah, because it's Prince Charles. So your husband is Prince Paul, master of the open mouth. President Joe Biden at a reception hosted by Britain's royal family to mark the Global Climate Changes Summit opening night. This story uh, comes to us Sunday, November 7th, from a shitty source, Newsmax. I don't believe this bullshit site, but still, I'm, I'm going to run with the story because if this is going to happen to anybody, it's going to happen to Biden. Reportedly farted so loudly... It made the Duchess of Cornwall blush and react. Actually, the Newsmax got this from the mail on Sunday. Camilla was shocked by the toot as she and Biden made small talk at the reception hosted by members of the royal family at Kelvin Grove Art Gallery in Glasgow, Scotland. So basically, he's just, so anyway, oh, I'm in the pool. Oh, uh, the cockroaches like to touch my leg hair. <laughs> anyway, they let stands about in. And uh, I'd like to uh, uh, welcome all the beautiful uh, people that are here today. So he's doing one of those deals. It was long and loud and impossible to ignore. An unnamed source told the British news outlet, Camilla hasn't stopped talking about it. Hours earlier... The 78-year-old Biden looked like he had dozed off during the... So this is uh, back of that, that deal. The COP26 Climate Change Conference. At the reception, which was originally supposed to have been hosted by the Queen until she was ordered to rest by the doctors, Biden was seen laughing and joking with Prince William at one stage, placing a hand on his shoulder. He's like, oh, fuck, get me out of here. They reported fart which trended on Twitter where it was dubbed Fartgate came hours after Biden apologized for Donald Trump's decision to pull out of the Paris agreement and put and quote, put us sort of behind the eight ball on tackling the climate crisis. Okay. I want to believe that. I want to believe that he shit his pants, that he basically went overseas, fell asleep on camera, shit his pants and had to go throw out his underwear in the bathroom at the Vatican or wherever they were. And then was hanging out with uh, Prince Charles and the Duchess of Cornwall and farted right in front of her. My God, somebody needs to... Uh, what they need to do is just basically forget asking him questions because that's not going to happen. Just the press corps constantly keep a recording device at ass length and stand close to him as possible because you're never going to know when this is going to happen. And this is what happens with the elderly. My mother, God rest her soul. Uh, when you get that old, 
you just fart and you don't, it's just like as natural as breathing or talking. And um, my mom in particular would do that. And it, uh, one of the last times she farted in my face was, I mean, actually in my face, like where this microphone is, is where her ass was. And I'll never forget it because it was Diana, Eric, Jacqueline, and uh, Jacqueline's boyfriend, Justin. And she, when you're that old, you just don't care. You're like, yeah, well, what are you going to do? I, you know, and she got up and I knew that that was a dangerous position uh, for her to be in when she's seated, because the second she gets up, she has a tendency. They just kind of would kind of roll out of her. And I'm sitting there in this chair at her residence and she got up to walk across the room and she doesn't walk very fast. And every step one would kind of just fall out of her asshole. So I was like, hold on. Mom. And I go, Mom, Mom. Oops. Yeah, like, Mom. What are you doing? I think I just wrecked my microphone. Yeah, I just dropped my low end out of it. I'm an idiot. Mom, what are you doing? Please, no. Farts right in my face. Jackie starts laughing. My mom goes, Wow, there's nothing I can do about it. Oh, my God. I'm going to give you a letter when I pass away that I didn't write and make you cry. Shit. The walking farts syndrome. Jason May says, my wife's grandmother does this and she doesn't even try to hide it. Man, that's what we all have to look forward to. All right. So Biden... Whether he fought it or not, I don't know. I want to believe that that happened. Uh, Melissa writes, Biden is not in charge of the, of the country right now. I agree with that, too. I don't have a lot of conspiracy theories that I support, but I do support that one. He is not in charge. He is incapacitated. Any guy who talks the way he talks is suffering from some type of hardcore dementia. Absolutely. I don't know how he's going to last. I mean... In my time uh, of observing presidencies for however long I've been able to do that, I think the first president that I paid attention to, I remember when uh, Gerald Ford lost the presidency. I was six years old. I actually remember when Gerald Ford lost. He was only a president for, what, two years? But yeah, Jimmy Carter and then Ronald Reagan... George Bush, Bill Clinton, George W. Bush, Obama, Trump. Not one of them did I think was completely incapacitated. Maybe a little bit of Reagan, the back half of his second presidency. But Biden, Jesus. Melissa, look at us agreeing on something. That's cute. Yeah, I agree with you. All right. This is a, a very, very strange story. Uh, it comes to us from uh, the Catskills. 
That's uh, an area of, uh, this is in uh, near Syracuse, New York. 29-year-old Jason Jones. Holy shit. Wait till you hear this. Uh, this is terrible. I'm looking at a picture of this young man. 29-year-old dude. Sitting on his porch. He's got a puppy dog in his lap and he's petting a, another dog. I guess when he was a kid. 10, 12 years earlier, he was an accomplished athlete uh, in this uh, in this uh, part of the country. And then somehow he's fallen off the beaten path and he's kind of lost his mind. This is ugly. Jason Jones, according to this article from the Times Union, celebrated athlete at Catskill High School more than a decade ago is in some serious trouble. He is in intensive care unit right now, in an intensive care unit at Upstate Hospital in Syracuse, New York. And things aren't looking good for him. Now, I think the cops are in trouble here. Tell me what you think. Um, the dude walked into the police station and, you know, he like walks up to the desk and they're like, yeah, can I help you? He goes, yeah, you can help me. And he starts taking off his clothes. And this is a small community. Like, uh-oh, here comes nutty Jason again. Like, Jason, don't do that. What are you doing? Come on. And he goes, yeah, I'm going to do it. And he starts taking off his clothes. And, you know, I'm, I'm telling this like it's a silly story, but it's not. This is actually really, really serious. Uh, they said he appeared intoxicated. Um, and he gets into this confrontation because he starts, uh, 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 taking off of uh, taking off his clothes. And, uh, so then as he's doing that, he, then there's like a, a hand sanitizer pump, you know, like everywhere you go, there's a hand sanitizer pump and he starts putting tons of it in his hands and rubbing it on like it's lotion all over his body. And they're like, oh, Jesus, we got to get this kid out of here. So then the cops are like, okay, man, uh, you're causing a, a bit of a disturbance here. There's, I think we're going to have to take you in custody. And he's like, no, fuck you. I'm not doing anything. I'm not going anywhere. Um, they go, well, look, uh, you can't come in here. Take off your clothes. Uh, you're intoxicated. Douse your body in, uh, in, in liquid hand sanitizer and expect that nothing is going to happen. We're going to arrest you. Uh, and he's like, hell no, you're not. I'm going to kick your ass. And they go, all right. So then the cops are like, we think he's going to hurt himself. And uh, we got to get him in custody. Now, you know, if they had just uh, uh, gotten, I mean, he's a big dude. He's a star athlete back in the day. If they would have just subdued him, handcuffed him, uh, put him in the detox thing, called his parents, that would have been one thing. But um, uh, they didn't do that. Uh, they got out the taser. Well, that's where the trouble started because remember I said he doused his body in hand sanitizer. So taser, taser, taser. And the dude went up in flames. Like big time. He ignited. Oh, boy. 
The chief of police described the incident as unbelievably horrible. They, they put him out. Uh, EMTs showed up and he, I mean, seriously, he is in bad shape. I mean, his whole body like burned. It's unclear when, uh, uh, how you know, some of the finer points on the story, but, um, it says here, it's unclear when Jones poured the hand sanitizer in himself. And if police actually saw him do it, um, the chief did not respond to follow-up questions. A law enforcement source briefed on the investigate investigation said that Jones had stripped off the clothing, did all of this in front of them though. Um, the chief declined to comment on that information. Members of the village board of trustees did not immediately respond to request for comment. An attorney for the Jones family also declined to discuss the details. This is going to be a hell of a lawsuit. Uh, we've requested preservation of all recordings and written materials. Uh, the chief said, oh, yeah, we don't have body cameras. You know, small place. We don't have any footage. I don't know. It's crazy. But there are video cameras in the police station. I'm, I'm guessing somebody is working hard to delete that shit. Oh, my God. Oh, fuck. That's an unbelievable lawsuit right there. Whew. Completely burst into flames. Josh says, like a Tibetan protester, Kyle Ryan says, in the face, in the face. I don't mind me. I'm just taking a bath, says Melissa. Terry says, and now he's dead. Not quite yet, but still, I mean, uh, I mean, can you... What's the matter, O'Neal? You want me to wrap this up? Oh, O'Neal is bumming. He is. He's got to go poo. Okay. So there you go. Sorry, buddy. Let's let's wrap it up. He's actually crying right now. Come here. Come here. I, I'll be. I just got to do a couple sponsors. Do the asshole today. <laughs> he's crying. Uh, Frank Fuss says, call him for insurance. 616-914-4070. Hold on. I swear I'll be right with you. 616-914. 4070 for Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. Get tickets for comedy at fullhousecomedy.com. There are shows coming to the area. And Dumpster Divers. If you're in West Michigan, get a dumpster from Dumpster Divers. 616-375-9962. Reach out to Dumpster Divers uh, when it comes to uh, getting a dumpster in West Michigan. They're cheaper, they're better. All right. I'm going to leave it right there because the dog is bugging me and says, I have to go potty. Who is going to be the asshole today? The dude who was the gunman at the church, uh, the guy knocking people out at the football game, the Raiders who cut uh, Damon, uh, the Raiders cut Damon or Damon Arnett, Biden farting, uh, cops for lighting the guy on fire, uh, Pat McAfee, Howard Stern for fucking up that story. Could he be the asshole of the day? Team Knuckle Draggers practical joke. The NFK talking to the television. Sick fuck Dean making his tour of awkward continues. All nominees for the asshole of the day. Hmm. Asshole of the day. Why do you say Joe Biden? We don't even know if the guy farted. How can he be the asshole of the day? 
asshole today, dude wearing the Travis, Chris, Derrick Henry jersey. How about me for uh, for not letting O'Neal out? For keeping Daisy out of the room? Dean so wants to be the asshole of the day. Uh, I'm going to make it, Howard, because... I know how simple it is to stay up on what the fuck is going on in the world. So he's the asshole of the day for not knowing that the woman that Henry Ruggs III killed was in an automobile and her vehicle lit burst into flames. uh, Ruggs did not hit her and she didn't fall into his car uh, and that car caught on fire. Screw you, Howard. Get your fucking shit together, you dummy. Biden is an asshole every day. You guys don't know what the fuck you're talking about. He's got dementia. Give the guy a break. Come on. All right. That's the Twitch stream. That's the live show for this beautiful November 9, 2021. You all have a great day. I'll talk to you on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Remember, Cardiff has a Patreon and a podcast. Talk to you next time, folks. Bye-bye. Thank you.